I am on the verge of ripping my nose off of my face and I don't know just being without a nose because sinuses are so 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 horrible like this honestly speaking if I had to add to my top 10 list of traumatic things that have happened in my life my sinuses would probably be up there in the top five because it's just so man it's it's horrible but we move and we record so um yeah good day ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between you're currently listening to the weekly ramble a podcast where i rant about the oddest most mind-scoring topics to a guest with just as odd and mind-scoring opinions i'm your host lucidi mota and today we're going to be rambling on about dates and just the intense behind the scenes planning that goes on before the date itself happens because i feel like it's something that people just genuinely don't acknowledge enough or just don't think about and today we're going to be having a bunch of opinions from you know friends and just different people and just we're going to get opinions and different perspectives on this whole thing and we're gonna get different stories and just people's experiences with dates and just you know people's good experiences people's bad experiences and yeah i guess that should be a lot of fun hearing from all of you so yeah i guess without further ado let's get into it declines and so much more let's get into the financial aspect of dates which is probably the most stressful aspect of it all now as a student I have a very sad and depressing financial portfolio which is okay I guess because all of my basic needs are covered and I'm privileged enough to say that all of my non-essentials are also covered But when it comes to money that I use to go out with friends, I have to earn that money myself. Which then brings up the question, is it fair to make your partner pay for the dates themselves, despite the fact that our spending power as students is depressingly low? From my perspective as being someone who is in a relationship, I believe that it should always be 50-50, regardless especially if you know that you both don't have stable jobs yet and you're still young or you're in your studies or you're in school 
it should always be 50 50 regardless of whether the other person suggests or asks you out on a date you should still you know have that mindset and try and understand that okay like does this is this person paying for me like do i really want them to be spending their money like that you know because to be honest if you really care for someone you would think about these things so that's just my point of view and my perspective and how i see that so like for me in terms of dates um I haven't been on many dates. I've been on quite like very few in general. But the reoccurring trend that I've noticed within like the dates that I've been on is that we'll split the bill, right? In the sense that like let's say we're going to the movies and then dinner afterwards, um they'll pay they'll pay for the movies and then I'll pay for dinner or something like that. Granted it's because none of us are working and money is tight, but also because like I don't know, it it would feel weird for me to let them pay everything i would appreciate if they offered but it would feel weird to let them pay everything um and like vice versa if i had asked them out on a date it would like feel weird to let them pay but even then um it would be a thing of would end up splitting the date 50 50 where the like where i pay for dinner they pay for movies or vice versa then you get others that say that they who suggested to go out should be the ones to pay. And I don't think they're completely wrong for that. I mean, I strongly believe that if I'm the one that said, hey, let's go out, especially if it's in a romantic sense, then I should be the one to pay. Because, I mean, after all, I'm the one that suggested it. I can't, I feel like it's somewhat unfair to expect the other person to pay despite the fact that i'm the one that said i want to go out and they didn't really bring it up or suggest it in any way shape or form and in fact sometimes when i am going out with a girl and she's the one that suggested that we go out i end up paying afterwards anyway because like my best friend and i can agree on we are both simps and we're just gonna end up paying despite the fact that we didn't even want to go out anyway so for me if like the gent asked me to go out with him he should pay because so i i like i like we must split the bill no we mustn't split the bill because so which means but yet again we're students and i don't think it's completely a train smash to share the bill and split even on the first date what i did is i paid for the meal and then she paid for dessert and then second date we split but I paid more, but I am gonna, we split. I am gonna so, yeah. My own money in case I want something more or in case some shit happens. So I can know I'm safe and I can buy for myself. But usually I like um, splitting, I prefer splitting the bill 50-50. Now let's get into the awkward part of the financial aspect of going out on dates. Having a card decline or completely quote unquote forgetting my wallet in my jeans that I wore yesterday. Now, I asked you guys for some of your stories on 
what it was like to have a card decline. I asked most of you for your for what you would do in a hypothetical situation where your card were to decline or if your partner's cards were to decline. And you guys gave me some pretty interesting answers. Regardless, I always carry money with me just in case, just to be safe. I never leave money at home and I never depend on someone else for whatever. So if they get there after eating and they ask to go to the bathroom, they want to run away, I'll, I'll just be safe. Well. Okay, this is such a good question. But I first want to clarify that a date does not have to be romantic, in my personal opinion. And like, I'm going to talk about like dates that aren't romantic. Um, like a date doesn't have to be romantic. It can be between you and a friend, like you and a family member, like you, like two people just saying, oh, let's get together and have lunch or something. Or you deciding that you want to have lunch with someone. That being said, I'm still not really a date girl, right? But with the few like friendship dates that I've been on or like dates with people I care about, um, I think it's always a good idea to bring money because you never know what's gonna happen. Like as a contingency, it's always really smart to have money. And um, if I were to ever plan a date, it's always really wise to just have like a backup plan in case things happen. Um, like if your card declines or something, just always have cash or something. You know, if I'm going out with a person, like for the first time, I always bring extra cash for in case. What if you decline? It's so embarrassing. So I bring extra cash just for in case. Okay. And I said, and if a card were to decline, ne, mm -hmm. and the guy was rude to me throughout the date, I'll pay for my meal and go. Oh. And now he will stay and fix his problems. But me, me, I'm paying for my food and I'm going. And you're dipping. Now, let me give my perspective on the whole card declining thing. Now, I've had my card decline before, but I'm so lucky that it wasn't anything major and that it was normally something that I could fix within less than a few minutes because my funds were in another savings account and all I had to do was quickly go to my banking app and just move them back to my main savings account. Or, you know, something just, you know, happened. Maybe my card, my card's daily limit was set too low and all I had to do was just increase it a bit. But whatever, all the situations where my card has actually declined, I've managed to bounce back from real quick before I drowned in my own embarrassment and agony from having a card decline. Now, you guys may or may not agree with me on this, but I genuinely do think that having a card decline is basically a minus five damage attack on your whole being, okay? Like, it's just, you could be the greatest, the most charming, the most know funny and interesting person but if you tap that card and it declines then maybe not all of that might go out of the window but a good chunk of it will a really really good generous handful of that you know funniness and that 
you know, charming personality will temporarily go out of the window. And whether or not you can smoothly bounce back from that will determine whether or not that person thinks you're charming again. Now, that's probably not the case, and I'm probably just overthinking, as I always do, but that's just genuinely what I think about having my card decline. But, um, yeah, I've never actually had my card decline because, well, I have, but like I said, it was situations where I could easily bounce back from that. But I've never had my card decline in a sense where I did not have the funds completely. If, you know... I'm going out on a date with someone. I always intensely prepare beforehand for especially the financial aspect of that date. I will probably invest way more time than I should planning out the financial aspect of it all than I will the actual outfit planning, the actual planning of, you know, where I want to take this person and all that. I spend a very 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 concerning amount of time making sure that the financial aspect of the date is absolutely perfect because again there is nothing worse to me than taking a person out and offering to pay for the date and then having my card decline so I'm just going to take you through what it is that I go that I do before the date. And some of you might think I'm insane after this, and that's okay because I also think I'm a little insane for this, but it's fine. We'll just we'll just accept it. We'll just deal with it. And hopefully you guys will just accept that this is who I am and this is how I think. So before a date, I always think of, okay, where do I want to take this person out? Okay, then I, let's say I want to take them out to a restaurant of some sort for lunch or breakfast or whatever. I then go on Google, I search that restaurant, and then I search that restaurant's menu. And majority of the time, the menu comes with the prices, right? And so I look through those prices, I look through the menu prices, and I take the highest, the highest, you know, the menu item with the highest price, and I just assume that let's say that that person or my date orders that. I just kind of pretend that let's say that my date were to order that. In that case, I then, I kind of, Man, I, I, I genuinely think that I'm a psychopath for this, but it's fine. Let's let's go on. I genuinely study, well not study, but like I kind of memorize the general pricing of that restaurant's menu. And then I then kind of decide before the date what it is that I'm gonna eat. And I stick to that dish no matter what. If I told myself that I'm going to order a burger with fries, I don't care how I'm feeling that day or whether I'm feeling for pizza or ribs or whatever, unless whatever I'm feeling for is less, like, is less pricey than whatever it is that I decided on, I am sticking with what I decided I'm going to eat beforehand when I was studying the menu. So let's say I decide on a burger and fries. 
So I find out the price of that burger and fries. Maybe it's like 60 bucks, 80 bucks around there. Cool. So I already know how much I'm going to be paying for my food. Now it's how much I'm going to be paying for that person's food. So I take the most expensive menu item on that menu and I just say that that person is going to order that. They probably won't. They'll probably, in fact, majority of the time they end up ordering something similar to what I'm ordering. Like they end up ordering a burger and fries like I'm ordering, maybe just a different kind of burger or whatever. But they normally order, in fact, most of the time they actually order something that costs less than what I'm ordering, which I'm always so secretly so thankful for anyway you know they i just pretend that this person's going to order the most expensive menu item and i just then calculate the total of what i'm going to order and what that person may order or like what's the most expensive thing that that person can order and then i have a price and then I'll add like 50 bucks or more on top of that price just in case, you know. Let's say that person wants another drink or maybe I'll add an extra 100 bucks just in case that person wants dessert or something, you know, whatever it is. I'll just add an extra 100 bucks or so just in case. And then that right there is the price that I have for the date. That's the budget that's my budget for the actual bill of the day. Now, I know that most of you might think that I'm a genuine psychopath for this, but it's just, I just genuinely think that the financial planning of dates is crucial. It's important. It's to me the most important thing regarding the entire day. I don't care what it is that I'm gonna talk about, whether or not I'm gonna be funny enough, whether or not I'm gonna be charming enough. As long as my card doesn't decline, that's all that matters to me. But dates don't have to mean that you stand a chance of being completely financially humiliated in front of your peers or your romantic partner. Dates can be simple and meaningful, memorable, and they don't have to leave you in complete financial agony. For me, dates are not that important for me. I mean, like, if you just want to get to know me, then obviously we'd have to go on a date. doesn't matter if it's an ice cream date or a nice proper meal date or uh, hiking, whatever. So long as we get to go out for a day or night and then get to know each other. Then after that, for you as my partner, it's up to you. It's up to you if you want to take me out on a date now and then. But I would appreciate it. <laughs> but it's highly up to your partner. And then for me, taking my man out on a date would be on serious occasions like anniversary, birthday, his birthday, um, Father's Day. Sorry, yes, because now I'm celebrating him. I don't know if like you you make the date somewhere, maybe at your place, yeah. 
then yeah that's that's one way of keeping it on budget yeah so like for me dates like i find them really stupid in my opinion well like not stupid but like honestly it's a waste of like money i'd much rather go on like a picnic date a more casual date where you don't have to like dress up and like a lot of money you know like basically i'm I'm a cheap date but it's fine anyway so like for me the getting ready part isn't that hard except like you know sometimes you like wonder like what type of event it is especially like what kind of place it is especially if you don't know like if this person is taking you out and you don't know like um what kind of place it is what kind of dates it is so you don't exactly know what's where so now you have to guess and this is the stressful part and like and you don't know if you should wear makeup not wear makeup but dress not wear a dress what kind of shoes you know it's like a whole process of like like what what do you wear that's probably like the biggest thing like preparing for a date it's like what do you wear especially if you have no idea like what to expect dates are amazing dates are horrible dates are financially draining dates don't have to cost a penny they're humiliating they're invigorating dates are a lot of different things to a lot of different people at the end of the day dates are nothing but a way of connecting with friends strangers relatives or lovers whether you're connecting over an overly priced cup of coffee or a session of Netflix and sadness because your Wi-Fi decided to be embarrassingly slow that night, honestly and truly doesn't matter. And that is the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you really like the episode, make sure to leave a good rating. If you want to check out the rest of the podcast, you can do that. And if you really like the podcast, make sure to follow it or subscribe to it. And make sure to follow the podcast's Instagram page, blah, 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 blah. I'll leave the link below in the podcast description. I'm not going to bore you with what you know you already have to do. Share the podcast. Blah, 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 blah. and i will see you in next week's episode until then have a great